Hey guys, this is the Senior Studio Success Podcast, and I'm your host, Gina Golden. I've been a senior photographer for over 16 years now and run a successful studio in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm passionate about helping photographers just like you get profitable and productive in your own studios. As a mama to three boys, I know how difficult it can be to raise babies and a business at the same time. Over the years, I've learned to develop systems and strategies in the studio and at home that built the business of my dreams. Most days, you can find me curled up in a big comfy chair with a good book or throwing a ball in the backyard with my crazy dogs or out on location with an awesome client and a camera in my hands. But each week, I'll be hopping in here to chat with you about building the business of your dreams too. I believe our businesses should fit our lives and not the other way around. Now, if we just became best friends, I hope you'll join me back here every week to dive into the business of senior photography. Let's get to it, my friends. Did you hear the big news? Studio Secrets is now officially a 12-month business coaching program. That's right. I have expanded it from six months to 12 months to give you guys inside more time to implement what you're learning and offer more coaching along the way. I could not be more excited So I will now be opening the doors twice a year instead of once a year. Get ready. Open enrollment for the next round of Studio Secrets will be May 17th through May 26th. Now, if you regret the opportunity to join us last November and thought you had to wait a whole nother year, guess what? Now you don't have to. I am going to limit the seats this time around though. So If you are ready to grow your business, to get more productive, more profitable, let's do this. And if you want to make sure that you're a good fit for Studio Secrets, book a clarity call with me. Let's sit down and talk. Let's make sure that this is right for you. Now, if you're good to go, you can go ahead and claim your seat and get early access now on that call. Or you can wait until doors open, see how many seats are left. There's going to be a link on the Studio Secrets waitlist page. You can get there, book your clarity call, even get on the waitlist so you can be one of the first ones to know about it at SeniorStudioSuccess.com forward slash Studio Secrets. Now, I want to share a few of the latest wins from inside our Facebook group so you actually know what is going on and what is possible inside this program. These are real stories from real people getting real results, and I could not be prouder of them. You can see the actual screenshots and any of the links, really, that I mentioned here in the show notes at SeniorStudioSuccess.com forward slash podcast. Okay, this is Melissa. She's killing it right now. She says, I have five guys and five girls join my team. I still have four more girl Zoom calls to do. And we'll see what the final number is by Sunday night. How cool is that? That she's got that many guys on her team. I am so proud of this lady. She was a little frazzled when she first joined Studio Secrets. Overworked, underpaid, stressed beyond belief. But she has raised her prices. She has set her boundaries. And she is really getting a handle on her business. This girl is going to do big things. So awesome job, Melissa. This is Margaret. She says, I'm celebrating all my hard work on the back end, the stuff my clients don't see, but will totally benefit from like updating the website, HoneyBook, and Calendly integration. 
a lot of time went into learning all this and I'm proud of my tenacity. I am proud of you too, Margaret. She said I had a follow-up call with a mom today, found her through a post from another mom, asked a neighbor to sit for, to test some new lighting and to get some new content. Of course, that mom loved the images. Margaret's a great photographer. And she got another mom to reach out to her from just doing that work. This is huge. To me, it is. All of that back-end work on the systems, it will pay off when those clients do start rolling in at a more consistent rate for Margaret. And just the fact that she's starting to put herself out there more and work to bring in that business is awesome. I love it. And this is Craig. His is short and sweet, but it's powerful. He said, I really started to dig into my CRM this week. If you guys know Craig, you know that this is a big deal. His work amazes me. Every time he posts something, it's so good. He's running two studios, actually, and he's been going through some growing pains, as you can imagine. So his big priority is getting his client management system up and running so that his business can run smoothly. It is a huge project, and I am super proud that he is tackling it. Tasha says, I started working four days a week. She usually cuts back to two or three in the winter. So now she's able to hustle and actually get some stuff done. She said, I also signed my first 2023 senior who is not already on my model team. And at my new collections, she switched from a la carte to collections. Tasha is a new mama again. Her one-year-old just started walking. So she's got her hands full at home and in her business. She's got a great model team going, but booking clients with new pricing is always a big deal. So you go, Tasha. You got this, Mama. And of course, Julie, she's back again. She said, I got a lot done this week, finally on top of my orders and finalizing edits. Her assistant is having surgery, so she's having to take a step back. She's had to find another replacement. That's always tough in the middle of a busy season. But she said, sales are going fantastic. My averages are around 3,400. So yay. <laughs> I love it when they, when they talk like that. She said she also just ran her second 5K for the month and she's got one more next week. So there's that. But she's not really sure why she chose to run her 5Ks on the only days that she had off this month. <laughs> so she's kind of laughing at herself. But this is a big deal for Julie. She's been wanting to get back to running for a long time and she's adjusted her schedule and set her boundaries to make that happen. And I know she's been doing it with her family too, so that makes it even more special. Plus, how about those sales averages, right? Way to go, girl. I love Fridays inside Studio Secrets and I hope that you guys love hearing these wins. Here's why I share them. These are their stories, not mine. And I want you to know what is possible for you too. If you want wins like this in your business and in your personal life, get in this room where your success is inevitable. If you're not sure if Studio Secrets is a good fit for you, head on over to SeniorStudioSuccess.com forward slash Studio Secrets. Like I mentioned earlier, book a clarity call. Let's sit down and chat and make sure that this is a good decision for you and for your business. Okay, today's episode is all about money mindset. This is definitely something we go into very deep inside Studio Secrets, but I want to start the conversation with you here today and give you some good tips 
for creating a more abundant mindset. Now, let me start right here. This is something that I say on repeat because at times we can feel guilty for even asking for money. Like we aren't worthy of it for some reason. Here goes. Money in the hands of good people can do good things. Money is not evil, you guys. Money is not bad. Money is a tool. It is just an exchange between two people. Something valuable for something else that's valuable. If you think of money as something negative or nasty, then you certainly won't attract much of it, right? Because your brain will try to protect you from things like that. You see, your life will align with your beliefs, not the other way around. You can't believe things after they happen, after you book the clients, after you make the big sales, after your calendar is full. The belief has to be there first. So if we go back to that first thought or belief that money in the hands of good people can do good things, then we can assume that we would also think that money is a good thing and that it's worth trying to get more of, right? You will book those clients. You will make those sales. You will fill up your calendar because you have the belief first. That's not an easy place to get to. I totally understand it. But if somewhere deep down you believe that money is evil, that it's bad to have too much of it, that rich people are selfish people, then you will have a tougher time booking the clients, making the sales, and filling up that calendar, okay? Let me say it again. Your life and the results you get from your business will align with the thoughts in your head, the beliefs that you've built up over time, the stories that you tell yourself day in and day out. Okay. Money out versus money in. My gut tells me that you have some pretty strong feelings about both of those scenarios. So let's go ahead and hash that out, okay? How do you really feel about money? Let's talk about the going out, the spending it, swiping the card, watching that balance in your account go down. Let me tell you about a story or a belief that I had to rewrite for myself. We all have those monthly subscriptions for our business, right? Well, I was just going about my day and up pops a notification on my phone for a $15 subscription that had just hit my bank. Y'all, it was $15. You know what my first reaction was though? Ugh, just what I need today. That was literally my first thought. I was already having one of those days. I had lost a lead earlier in the day. I was just grumpy in general, right? We all have those days. But then I caught myself and corrected my thought. I told myself, you know what, Gina, that $15 subscription does you so much good. It helps you to communicate better with your clients. It gives you the opportunity to warm them up. It brings you business. Be thankful for it. And that completely changed the way I felt about it. And now I think of that $15 subscription, that notification, as an investment in my business, as a tool that brings me more business instead of just another expense, right? You will attract more money or less money by the way that you think about it. Let me explain. If you believe there is not enough, like I did in that moment, 
there won't be, and you will not attract more of it. But on the other hand, if you believe there is plenty of money to go around and that the perfect clients are out there waiting to give it to you, that money will find you. And if you hold on to it too tightly, again, like I was in that moment, you will have a tough time receiving it. If you're always looking for a deal, for a coupon code, waiting until the last minute to invest in something, if you have resistance or frustration when you're paying a bill, then again, you attract those same type of clients. The ones who are looking for a deal, the ones who don't want to spend, the ones who wait until the last minute to pay their bill. Okay, now just the opposite. We've talked about money going out. Let's talk about it coming in and receiving it. Now, the way you think and feel about money is what you might assume others think and feel about money. You probably think that they're the same as you. They think about money the exact same way. If you think there's not enough, you might think that your clients feel that way too. If you think that money is hard to come by, you might feel guilty asking for the sale because, you know, maybe they feel like that too. But I learned a long time ago to stay out of my clients' wallets. They have their own money stories and beliefs. It's not my job to impart my beliefs about money onto them. That's not fair. Obviously, they value what I do. They hired me. They believe in it and they want it enough to pay for it. I had to change the way I thought about that. I am not taking from them. They want to give me their money for something that they highly value, portraits of their children. Honestly, it's selfish for us to judge our clients and to put our own limiting beliefs onto them. So how do you feel when you're on the phone with a prospective client, maybe in a consult, and it's at the very end of the conversation, you know you have to bring up the topic of money. What comes up for you right then and there? And how about in the sales room when you bring out your pricing, when you're going through products and helping a client narrow down and come to a decision about what they want to order? Are you confident they're going to say yes on that consult? Are you scared to bring up money? Do you feel guilty for asking? Do you try to talk them into a smaller collection? Do you apologize for your price or do you feel the need to justify it? Think about all those things. I want to remind you of something real quick though. You are not taking their money. It's the same lesson I had to learn. It is their choice to give it to you. And if you believe that there is enough money, that there is plenty of it to go around, then you will start to think about these things differently. That client is going to give you money. And then you are going to give that money to the labs. And the labs are going to sponsor the educators. And then the educators are going to give right back to you. Money is always flowing in and out. It doesn't just stop and then there isn't any more left. That's not how it works. That client will make more money and they will spend more money. You will make more money and you will spend more and you will give more. Okay? Money flows. I love James Wedmore. He describes it like a river. It has to have somewhere to go, but there is always an abundance of it coming right back down from a stream into that river. Okay? 
It's always coming in, so it is always going to go out too. If you allow it to go out to invest in yourself and in your business, not holding on to it too tightly, then you make room for more to flow back in. You're trusting that it will come back to you. That's the difference between an abundance mindset and a scarcity mindset. If you believe it will come back to you, that's abundance. If you believe when you spend or invest that you'll just be watching it float away and it will be crazy hard to replace or make more of, then that's a scarcity mindset. And you can insert clients in here too. It's the same concept. Do you believe that there are enough people, that there are plenty of people out there who want to work with you? Or do you believe that when someone doesn't book a session, that your whole world just comes crashing down and you're never going to hit your goals and it's going to be so hard to get more leads? That is scarcity. All of these thoughts, all of these beliefs around money, abundance, and scarcity, they came from somewhere. More than likely, our own childhood stories and then the ones that we develop over time through our lives. Think about yours, and I'm about to tell you mine, okay? But here's the point. We weren't born with these beliefs. We had to learn them from somewhere, right? But you know what that means? That means we can unlearn them and that we can change them. And how awesome is that? Now, my story is that I hold on to money too tightly. I do. Now, I am so much better than I used to be. And I have grown leaps and bounds over the last two years. But I've been very guilty of this. And sometimes I still am. It still gets me. I still have a long way to go with some very deeply ingrained thoughts about money. I grew up without a lot. My parents worked so hard to give us what we needed, but that's what we had, the things we needed. We didn't live in luxury. I remember having only two pairs of jeans my seventh grade year of school. That was tough, especially at that age. Y'all remember middle school? Man, that was tough. I watched my parents struggle to make ends meet. I watched my dad work two and sometimes three jobs. I listened from the other room as my mom sobbed talking on the phone with debt collectors. So to say that I have some money mindset issues is an understatement. But we all have our own stories. You have yours too. I may have been taught that money doesn't grow on trees or there's never enough. But I also learned the value of hard work and integrity. And I am forever grateful to my parents to have taught me those lessons, right? So I was the poor kid, right? But poor is relative and so is rich in comparison to what, right? I would have been considered rich in a different environment, honestly. And some of my friends who I thought came from rich families, they really didn't. They were just a little better off than we were. But in my very immature brain, I thought they were gazillionaires. Meanwhile, I would get in trouble for opening the door in the summer. I can still hear my mom yelling, you're letting all the air out. <laughs> that always confused me, by the way. Sorry, mom. I still don't get that. So you can see that I have a lot of these poor stories in my head. I have had to fight hard to get over those, and they still come back to get me sometimes. And I have to really watch myself with my own kids. I'm working so hard on that lately because 
I don't want them to have these same stories in their heads. Here's what I'm learning. The money I spend out in everyday life, at the restaurants I like to eat at, at the salon, at the little boutiques, it impacts real people. That money helps to keep their dream businesses open. It helps to pay their employees. It helps to pay their rent. And it helps those people buy groceries to feed their families or to pay off those college loans. And the money I spend in my business on software, on educational courses, on products with my lab, on pretty packaging, with my editor, with my assistants, that impacts real people too. A lot of times we're too scared to outsource to spend that money, to get help in our businesses. We think we can do it all ourselves. That's scarcity. It is, guys. Sorry to tell you, that is a scarcity mindset. That is holding on to things too tightly. And you know what happens when we do that, when we don't let it go, it doesn't come back, okay? Remember, money in the hands of good people can do good things. All of these businesses, all of these people do good things. So when I think about it like that, I don't mind spending. Yeah, I still have a hard time with it sometimes, but I just, I think of it differently. I think about my clients paying me too. I don't feel guilty about what I charge for my work because I know the impact that it makes. That money trickles down and it helps all kind of people in my life. But I have to let it go in order for it to come back in That's some really big lessons to learn and to wrap your head around. And like I said, I still struggle with it. I'm not going to lie. My old stories still come up. So I continue to work on this daily. And I hope that you will too. This is just the start of it. If this is all new to you, just try to wrap your head around it. Maybe you have to listen to this episode again. But I hope that you'll at least start to notice some things that are going on, some stories you're telling yourself. Now, if you do struggle with this, right now you do have the opportunity to choose to write yourself a new story and to choose different beliefs around money. And you will probably have to do this over and over and over again, just like me. And just when you think you've changed your mindset and everything is good, something is going to hit you just right out of nowhere and all those old beliefs will come right back up. You'll be scared to invest in your business. You'll not want to ask for the sale. You'll get frustrated when you lose a lead. It happens to me too. But here's the thing. Our thoughts become our reality, you guys. So we have to keep them in check. If you want to have different results, you have to think differently. And not just think differently, but believe it to be true. You've probably heard me say this before on the podcast, but this is how it works. The things that we think will drive our emotions and our emotions will drive our actions. And what do our actions cause? The results we ultimately get. Do you see that circle? It all starts with our thoughts. Our results will always mirror our thoughts. We create our own realities, you guys. All right, I'm gonna leave it right there today. Send me a DM and let me know how you're feeling about all this. I'm happy to help you through it. Or just let me know you're listening. Take a screenshot, post it, and tag me in your stories so that we can connect. And if you really want to connect on a personal level, join me in the next Business After Hours. That's where we sit down in a small group setting 
over Zoom. We chat about an issue you might be having in your business and I can help you through that. We can even talk about this. So you can find the links in the show notes, seniorstudiosuccess.com forward slash podcast. If you found this podcast helpful for your business, would you hit pause and take two seconds to leave a rating and review wherever you listen? It helps so much with getting the word out about what I'm trying to do here. Create a better situation for all of us in the industry. I want to push you to become a more profitable, productive, and run a more purposeful business so that you can spend more time doing what you love with the ones that you love. Because you guys are so awesome, I'm going to be doing some giveaways for those reviews left in March and April. So I hope it's going to be you. Let's continue the conversation over in the Senior Studio Success Facebook group. I'm always up for that good business chat. And of course, find me over on Instagram, Senior Studio Success there. Y'all have a great week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Senior Studio Success Podcast. Be sure to head on over to the show notes at SeniorStudioSuccess.com forward slash podcast to grab all the links and info from this episode. And if you loved it as much as I did, hit that subscribe button so you never miss another one. I can't wait to hang out with you again soon, my friends. Take care.